Welcome to I-55 in the East-West Trash. My name is AJ. I enjoy Chicago Cubs baseball. My name is Brandon, and I can count by twos and tie my shoes. Well done. Me. When did you, when did you learn that? Um, recently. Recently. Oh, yeah. so you still haven't been taught how to tell time yet. That's the sore subject. Okay. Okay, that, that's fine. We don't have to get into it today. What we can get into, however, is uh, the hot stove, which is pretty much... Pretty on fire right now, actually. Toasty, toasty. Burn it up. Oh, that butter is just caramelized. <laughs> <laughs> it is scorching. So, my Chicago Cubs signed one former Cardinal, John Lackey, to a two-year, $32 million deal that could be worth $34 million. And I'm fine with that. I'm not, like, I'd, stoked out of my mind, but I'm pretty happy with that. I'd be very pleased with that. That's Especially a, in the market that pitchers that we're going to talk about soon enough are going for. That's a pretty low annual average. Yeah, I mean, even before all of this absurdity with uh, payroll and baseball just exploding, mm-hmm. um, I think we both predicted him for higher than that i think yeah didn't we have our episode where we predicted two years and 36 to the cubs and I now i think so yeah. and now he signed with them for two years 32 and it's surprising to me that you know the cardinals are apparently the runner-up in this john lackey sweepstakes mm-hmm. and their offer was two years and 30 and you know they're the ones yeah. who are, they're the ones who are like hurting for a free agent pitcher where everyone's like, oh my God, you know, you have to, you have to plug this hole in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And you, so let's like spend $190 million on David Price, but God forbid you spend an extra two and a half million dollars giving yeah. you the guy who just gave you a sub three ERA season in like turn in a career year in your uniform who had no clubhouse issues who like by all accounts did like did right by you in every single way and you're not gonna give him an extra like little bit of cash very very weird to me that that's the way that it played out um i mean for the cubs that's cool it's a short-term deal and i think that's what they're looking for right now uh, even if he kind of regresses to his career averages as a number three, hell yeah. Or number four, even, really, is what they're looking at. Like, hell yeah, I'll take that. Absolutely. Um, for the Cardinals, Price is off the board. Granky is off the board. Lackey is off the board. Sure as shit not signing Johnny Cueto. Yeah. Um, There's no one left on the board worth signing other than potentially Scott Casimir. About Mike Leak, no. I've heard them linked to Mike. Uh, yeah, Leak. and that's just people being stupid because he's not—he's not that good. Okay, he's a decent pitcher. He's worth somewhere in the range of one point seven five to two point two five wins above replacement ish um, right now, and that probably degrades over time. I don't see. Mike Leak is anybody you want to be paying more than fifteen million dollars to fifteen or four years from now, and he just doesn't give you enough back for what he actually offers to say, oh, we're going to take up a slot that we could use to put in a free prospect. Mm-hmm. This whole, I don't know, it's it it seems like a scramble and a mad dash, and I think that what's actually happening 
are uh, is that the front office and John Mozalek have something in mind of what they want to do, which is they wanted to plug a hole with somebody who is going to be worth three and a half or more war from the pitcher slot. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth it to them to plug it with somebody like Mike Leake, who's like a one and a half war guy. You know, he's like, oh yeah, he, above average, but why pay like a prohibitive cost to that player that prevents you from signing other players? Um, and that's what he basically said today is that like, listen, we're prepared right now to go into the season with what we have. Like we're prepared to make a move. And we showed that with, uh, you know, the David Price attempted signing. Mm-hmm. But we're also completely content going into the season with Gonzalez, uh, uh, Cooney, or Lions as our fifth starter. Mm-hmm. And they should be completely happy to do that. Like, you have to, like, what is the value of a prospect if you never promote them to the big leagues in yeah. the first place? Then they're worth nothing to you. Yeah. And we'll talk about this a little bit later. Okay. Because I was doing a lot of thinking on this particular subject. Okay. And I don't think that any of them start the majors in the big leagues. And I don't think that the Cardinals sign a free agent pitcher. Other than perhaps one of two guys. A, Mark Burley. Okay. And B, Cliff Lee. I've heard about Cliff Lee. So you don't think they're going to sign Casimir? No, no, no. I don't think that they sign Casimir. I don't think that they sign Leak. I don't think that they sign... Well, and Hisashi Iwakuma just signed with the Dodgers mm-hmm. like an hour ago. So um, who else is left? I mean, Cueto is left, but... And like, here's the thing is that the Cardinals can sign him and then the the fans will grumble... And then Cueto will start pitching complete game shutouts and it'll all blow over and all will be forgiven. But at the same time, I I think that trust is a key commodity at this point. And I think that they fill that rotation slot not through free agency because... Everybody but Cueto, who is good enough, mm-hmm. you know, to warrant like a longer term contract, is already off the board. I think they would have loved to had had Jordan Zimmerman for five years, one ten. Yeah, um, who wouldn't? In retrospect, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they would have loved to have 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 had Grinky or Price. Those guys are all off the board. And anybody that they could kind of like take a flyer on um, is kind of off the board. Like I don't see, um, I don't see Doug Fister as a valuable commodity for them. Um, no. I I think that if you take a flyer on a free agent like that, like a Mark Burley type of guy, it's a kind of like a throwaway deal where you're like getting below market value. Okay. Um, but I think what they're going to do is say. If we, you know, we're going to continue on this path where when we invest our money, it's only in guys that we can't replace internally or cheaply. There are outfielders on the market 
that can give you one or one and a half war or something like that that you can go out and get. Um, there are pitchers like that too. But if you can slot them in and from your prospects, like mm-hmm. it's, it's just not worth it. Why totally. Would you, why would you pay that money? So I think that there's like there's a cutoff with the amount of production that they're willing to pay for. Mm-hmm. I think that the Cardinals are only going to go to the free agent market when it's a plus plus player, when it's a Jason Hayward, when it's potentially a Chris Davis. Okay. But I still, I, I still don't like Chris Davis. Nope. But um, sorry, crush. The reason I think that they either stand pat or go with this like above, um, like above a threshold kind of strategy is because the National League is not good. Um, Outside all, the Central, it's series like the the best three teams in baseball are the Cardinals, the Cubs, and the Pirates, and I don't. Other than maybe the Texas Rangers, I don't see anybody even close. Rangers in the AL. I'm just saying. Oh, baseball, not just the not just the NL. Um, Yeah, I I mean I got to put the Royals up there. They won the World Series, and they lost the two pieces that they traded for that made that happen. Did lose, and they still don't have Alex Gordon back. Potentially losing Gordon. Yeah, no. Okay. I, I'm not even close to going out on a limb. I, I think that the parity in baseball is greater than it ever has been before. I think the Phillies are going to suck. I think the Marlins are going to suck. And uh, the Oakland A's will probably not be very good. But I can't... Tigers f- also probably won't be. Uh, and the Reds. And, yeah. the Bra- and the Braves. Actually, I, the Tiger. No, the Tigers keep making signings. Like they're They're pushing their chips in for a 500 season. Um, cause that's what we all want. Yeah. Uh, but like in terms of, yeah, they're about to sign Mike Lowe, Mark Lowe, Mark Lowe. Sorry. Yeah. Um, their owner, Mike Illich doesn't like he's 86 years old or something like that. He does not care about, <laughs> about his money. He just says like, yeah, no, we want to win. So let's do that. Do make it happen. And that's, that's it. That's why they gave Miguel Cabrera, in an eight-year, $248 million extension. It's why they paid Prince Fielder $214 million. It's why they gave Justin Verlander $175 million. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> he just says, like, I, the only thing I care about in life, which will be brief, is that the Detroit Tiger. <laughs> this is the subtext of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Is it like, I'm going to die soon. Give me a gosh darn World Series. <laughs> And so they're just going to perpetually like keep trying to make this thing happen, and it won't. They've got a lot of years left on a lot of old, yeah. old mamma jammas, old and bad. Yeah. So what do you think the Cardinals do then? If we're not gonna, if we're not gonna go out and sign any free agents, is it going to be prospects or no? Are you gonna pitch? Uh. No, I mean honestly, I just don't have the velocity. Okay, okay. But um, this is uh, this is a big one, and I think that 
Uh, so this upcoming week is the winter meetings in Nashville. Yeah, it starts you've, tomorrow. Yeah, so today for you listeners. Yeah, so you've seen a lot of uh, really terrible graphic design with like baseball players with guitars instead of bats. Um, and the winter meetings have kind of crept up on us because like all these players have signed before them. Mm-hmm. Let us not forget the importance of the winter meetings. And how crazy things are going to get. Trades. Trades like Cray. Um, we still got Hayward out there. Hayward's still out there. Cespedes. Uh, Justin Upton. The outfield market has not developed. Um, do not expect these guys to get the kind of money that the pitchers have been getting. Uh, because they're all above average, but they're not. Um, they're not something that you can't replace like you that you can't get a career year out of a guy on like a flyer kind of deal you're just not gonna capitalize on your back like none of these guys are andrew mccutcheon or mike trout right none of these guys are five to a player so they're all like oh i hit 260 to 280 and home runs in the 20s yeah ooh baby (laughs) and it's just good at defense ish unless i'm justin upton (laughs) you know um like Jason Hayward is obviously out of the free agents who have not yet signed. He's the clear. Um, I he he will sign for fifty million dollars more, at least than the next closest player. Yeah, likely. Like if if somebody else gets one hundred and forty million, let's say Cueto, who won't. Let's say Justin Upton, who might. Uh, then Jason Hayward gets 190, you know? Uh, so what I think is going to happen is that the Cardinals either will or will not make a trade with a team. They'll either make a trade with a team for a really quality starting pitcher or just run into camp with what they've got. And if you look around the league, there are so many teams that have a chance next year. I think that there's probably 23 teams, 20, 22 or 23 teams who have a chance to make the postseason next year. Cause that's just what this off season yeah. has turned baseball into. Um, I think the Orioles are back on the downward path. I think Darren O'Day will probably resign. And then I think Chris, he did. No, he tweeted today that he didn't. Really? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Really? But uh, I think that they'll also probably re-sign Chris Davis, but they still okay. lost other players, and so they just kind of like trickle back into mediocrity, and then they eventually get bad when Chris Davis asks them for $26 million a year and then doesn't deliver. But hey, I don't. we're not here to crush the guy no. <laughs> who crushes spirits. <laughs> um, He's not so, Dusty Baker. So you look around with you look around to teams who have talent you can poach, and you can kind of trade in for prospects. Um, the Atlanta Braves have said they're not going to trade Freddie Freeman, but like, don't let that fool you. Like, he's still totally available and on the market, and the Cardinals could still make a potential deal for it. Um, the Oakland Athletics don't have anyone to trade. The uh, Philadelphia Phillies, sure as crap, sure as don't have anybody to trade. And so, like, who else is out there? It seems like the White Sox still think, or still seem to think that they have the opportunity. They always do. So here's here's the deal. 
if the St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis baseball Cardinals, hmm. do not get Jason Hayward, if the Yankees give him an obscene amount of money to fade away into mediocrity, mm-hmm. then I can really see the Cardinals going to the Colorado Rockies and getting Carlos Gonzalez. Interesting. Yeah. I think that it's actually probably likelier than not. John Mozeliak knows that this is the year to capitalize. Because look at what happened in the rest of baseball. Like, it's seriously, you're only competing for your division. That's the only, like, that's the last, it's the last kind of uh, hurdle to overcome. Okay. Uh, so you can either say, all right, we're going to go above and beyond and make sure that we win our division and make sure that our rivals don't get the pieces that they need to win. Um, or you say, all right, well, going into it now, it's kind of a draw. Like, let's just roll with that and uh, free up salary space and free up our positions to kind of reload either during the season or next year during the offseason at some point. Uh, I think, though, there is one team that stands out as a trade partner with the St. Louis Cardinals. And I think that they have a player that the Cardinals want more than anybody in baseball, essentially. Okay. And this player will require them to give up not only Alex Reyes, but also Marco Gonzalez, probably a... I don't, not a not a Johnny Peralta, but you know pro- something else mm-hmm. uh, of of substance as well as other trickling little prospects. Who that? Jose Fernandez of the Miami Marlins. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think that it happened. I, there, there's no pitchers left on the free agent market. John Mozeliak knows that a, a move has to be made, and after that happens, if this happens. You're looking at a rotation of Jose Fernandez, Adam Wainwright, Michael Waka, Carlos Martinez, and Jaime Garcia. Phenomenal rotation. Not going to happen. Why? The, he, Jose Fernandez does not want to be in Miami. Nope. Uh, the Miami Marlins don't want Jose Fernandez there. Mm. They, they're not capitalizing on what Jose Fernandez is. That's true, but they said that they didn't want to trade him, and it was, it's going to take something really, really kind of insane. Exactly. And I don't see the Cardinals doing that. I do. I don't think it's Marco Gonzalez and Alex Reyes. I think it's Alex Reyes and probably Piscotti or Grichik. That's, um, that's what they would want, yeah. Um, at le- Like, those two, Col- you're right. Col- like, Long. those two plus, like, probably at least one more major league ready prospect yeah um fernandez is one of the best pitchers in baseball like exactly i just i like i'm i'm thinking there's like five like the cardinals top five prospects head over to miami wow they make it happen without without giving up piscotti or grichik i don't think they can i don't think that deal gets done without one of them 
I, you know, um, maybe that's just me talking about it because I don't want to give either one of them up. Um, and I think Gritchick would probably be more likely to go than Piscotti. Uh, okay. That makes sense. But uh, maybe he does get thrown in and uh, Fernandez becomes a St. Louis Cardinal. And that's a definite possibility. Um, I think that Mo wants to ride with Piscotti more than he does with Gritchick. Totally. But I mean, is that going to be acceptable to Miami? They have a guy that they don't have to trade who uh, could win a Cy Young and is young. Yeah, but it, what does that do for you if you don't have a team that's capable of winning? Yeah, but I mean, hasn't really stopped them in the past. They're from, still going from out blowing and trying up their team to... when it's not working and well, just like, turning it into free prospects. I mean, how many years does Fernandez have left? Three? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm just saying... Don't be surprised if this happens. I will be absolutely surprised out of my freaking mind if this happens. You just... You look around the, the, the league and out of all the teams who are willing to make deals, like the Marlins are always willing to make it at the right price. And I'm not saying that the, that the cost is not going to be exorbitant. Mm-hmm. Because it is. Right. But um, if you're the Cardinals, there's no reason to give up Carlos Martinez. Because he's basically... The same, like you're just—it's a marginal upgrade. I, yeah, I don't know that it's marginal. Okay, AJ, <laughs> you're you're paying Jose Fernandez money. You're not paying Carlos Martinez money. Yeah, you have Carlos Martinez for two more years mm-hmm. than you have Jose Fernandez. The ERA, just general WAR quality of the players, and the fact that. Jose Fernandez is coming off of Tommy John surgery. Yeah, it's a marginal upgrade in terms of a contract. In terms of a contract, okay. Yeah, which is what they're trading. They're trading contracts. They're not trading like your performance this year. Um, so look for the Cardinals to make a deal with the Marlins. They All also right. have Marcelo Zuna. There, are, there are players that they could trade for, and if they got, if they gave up Grichik, and you know, or gasp, Piscotti in this trade, and they could probably snag Marcelo Zuna for free because he did get extended to a contract where he's getting paid and the Marlins want nothing to do with him. And if that means you get a Gritchick or a Piscotti plus Alex Reyes plus Marco Gonzalez and you're the Marlins and you're looking at that and then like the smattering of other players that guess what in Miami they could actually be brought up now <laughs> because they're <laughs> such a garbage team. Yeah. Um then maybe you're putting something together there. But uh I I kind of want to close the book other than on Jason Hayward, I think it's time to close the book on the Cardinals being players on the 2015-2016 free agent market. Really? I I mean sure they could Resign Steve Ciszek, make make some minor bullpen deals like the Cardinals are very fond of doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see them getting any free agent other than maybe Ben Zobris, but it seems like his offers are too high at this point. He's getting at least four years, $60 million. Yeah, people are 
said uh, I think the Giants were willing to go four years, and like four other teams have yeah. also said the they Braves will. are also, which doesn't make any sense to me. But the Braves no. are also willing, the Mets are willing. Um, I don't see, I don't see the Cardinals doing that. No, Cubs won't do that either. Even though I know that and they, a lot like, of why Cub would fans... they? I mean, they've got like thirty-five second base slash shortstop right. players, right? And they're free. Yeah. Um, you got to be grateful though that the Cardinals missed out on Jeff Samarja. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Like five for ninety for a guy who was like who was good two years ago. I liked the idea of Jeff Samarja if he was cheaper as a number four starter. I seriously thought he was going to go for like fifty two million, and the fact that he got yeah, you said four for fifty two. He, he had five a, for he had ninety. A, he had a hundred million dollar offer on the table. And he's playing for the Giants now. Who was the hundred million from? They they didn't put it. Oh out yeah, there. that was like a bargaining thing. They they don't. Re- there's not. Uh, okay. They they might release that information like later, but yeah. Um, yeah, he had a hundred million dollar offer on the table, and he took ninety million to go to the to play go to the, the Bay Giants. Area. Um, gross. Yeah, so it just. I mean, it's a lot of things I dislike going to the same place. Yeah, that's fair. He can be weird and mouthy over there. Yeah. I don't know. I've talked enough about the Cardinals and trades that probably won't happen, but uh, what happens for the Cubs for the rest of the offseason? I think the Cubs are going to find a position player in the in free agency during the winter meetings, whether it's Hayward or Alex Gordon. Um, I think they pick somebody up. Probably one of those two. And then I think they trade for a young starting pitcher, like we've talked about and like everybody's talked about. Uh, From what I understand, Tyson Ross is kind of not on the table so much anymore from San Diego. They're kind of keen on hanging on to him, but they're happy to move Andrew Kashner, which, like, we already have our fourth starter in Lackey. Like, we don't really need Andrew Kashner. Who's your third starter? Somebody not named Andrew Kashner. But seriously. Hopefully Carlos Carrasco. Uh, no, I th- I thought you were saying that there's somebody on your team. Oh, right no. There. That's what I mean. Is like <clears throat> Kashner is not a... Th- like, he'd be a fine three-starter. Like, he'd be good, but he has a high injury risk. He didn't perform very well last year in a pretty good pitcher's park. <laughs> yeah, some have said that about yeah, it's been Petco mentioned in the park um, in, the, in the past. <laughs> right. So I think the Cubs want someone more reliable uh, with more control because I think Kashner only has one year left. I mean, like, San Diego's basically giving away James Shields for free. Like, Maybe. I think they. I think the Cubs want somebody younger with more control that so they can kind of stick in with the rest of these, like Rizzo and Schwarber and Russell and all those guys. Um, a weird thing did come out in the last couple of days, though, that I think kind of surprised people even like some of the very dedicated cubs bloggers i follow the cubs have been pursuing trades for closers which is weird because rondone was not great last year but he was very good uh i don't understand what the difference between very good and great is <laughs> um i would say great is like araldus chapman very good is hector rondone like he saved games pretty much like 
Okay, there, the there's 30 teams in baseball. Where do you rank him out of the closers? He's top 10. So like 8, 9, or 10, something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, But you can still get a great closer like Araldis Chapman and then put Ron Doan in the eighth inning. Right. And that still makes more sense. And then you like have Strope the in the The bullpen for the Cubs was not good last year. Outside of Ron Doan, yeah. And Strope was on and off and if you put him in the seventh he's probably going to do a lot better but uh but yeah they some people talk chapman i don't think chapman happens because unless they know that they can get a multi-year deal with chapman they're not going to ship away a bunch of prospects for a year of a closer the dodgers might do that but i don't think the that, Cubs are that sounds do like that. the stupidest move in the entire world right me. why would the dodgers who have kinley jansen who has been Potentially, like, I would say he's the number three closer in all of baseball over the last four years behind Kimbrell and Chapman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get it. I don't either. And that's what an article I was just reading was like, neither of these guys is going to want to pitch in the eighth inning. So you're going to royally piss off one of these people if the Dodgers do trade for Chapman. What are you, why are you giving up anything? To put yourself in a less desirable situation. Yeah. So, like, you're the Dodgers. All this money that you were going to pay Grinky is just gone away. Just, mm-hmm. woo. Okay, now you have, like, money to spend elsewhere. You just got Hisashi Iwakuma on what's likely a three-year, $45 million deal. Why don't you just go out and get Darren O'Day? Yeah. Why don't you just pay him the $38 million that it's going to take to sign him on the spot? What? Why is L.A. so bad at doing what they're best at doing? And it's Friedman, too. Like, I thought we were going to see some kind of difference with this, like, ridiculous spending. I don't, and... I don't think he understands how to spend money. I think that... They brought him on because he did such a good job in Tampa Bay, but that's only because he had to get creative with mm-hmm. like little amounts. Like I don't know how much of this analysis is serious and how much I'm just like trying to say looking at what's happening. Wow, the Dodgers are 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 screwing up really. I think badly. it's an interesting observation though. Like, is this some kind of situation where he's caught between these two extremes of like not spending any money and then like spending all the money? Yeah. And I don't get what LA is doing. I do not either. But the Cubs have been linked to the Rays, their closer, McGee, and the A's with uh, Doolittle, Sean Doolittle. Um, I would be okay with either of them. Yeah. Um, I think that the Cubs would be well served... Signing Alex Gordon, because it's going to cost you a lot less than Jason Hayward, mm-hmm. and just in terms of like getting a team on the field for 2016 for less than $140 million, um, that's a move you want to make. Then uh, getting two guys for your bullpen and getting another starter. Yeah. And for in trade. And like, listen, getting Lackey and then trading for another guy 
is all you really have to do. You don't have to get another fifth guy because there's a, like the Cubs have not been good in terms of producing pitching talent out of their farm system over the last couple of years because they've focused entirely mm-hmm. on getting hitters. But there's enough there that you can get one starting pitcher to totally. produce. Like well, you, even if it's Hendricks, Kyle Hendricks, the love of my life. Um, Kyle Kendrick, is that who you said? <laughs> right. No. Um, if you've is got, Jason Hamill still there too? Yeah, he is. Well, then see, like one of those guys can make a case for themselves. It's not totally. Like, and you know what? If they don't, if both of them flare out, and then there's no one to replace them in AAA, mm-hmm. then you make a trade in the middle of the year. You don't right. have to. You don't have to get a fifth starter if you're the Cubs. Totally. I also don't think you have to get get a fifth starter if you're the Cardinals. But you don't have an offense that's even close to as good as what the Cubs have. So if you're going to dominate like you did last year, you're going to have to do it through your pitching. Which is clearly superior to the Cubs overall. As of now. One one through five, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think if you have, even if you put Hendricks or Hamill at the back of that rotation, if if you can trade for somebody like Carrasco or whoever they end up hopefully getting, you have Arietta. Lester, unnamed young guy, ideally, lackey. That's a lot of innings eaten. So so you can aff- just gobbled up. And so you can afford to have a short leash like Madden always has with Hendricks and Hamill. You can afford on day five to pull them in the fifth inning yeah. once they're you know, once they're out of gas because you've saved you're your not bullpen. Taxing, you're not right. taxing your bullpen. Because Lackey's going <laughs> to pitch until he dies, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Jesus. Um, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to relish the opportunity to take that first-round draft pick from you jabronis. Enjoy it. I will. I'm interested to see who it ends up with, <clears throat> because I know that'll be... Re- whether it's a giant giant success or an enormous failure it's going to be like a point of contention between cubs and cardinals fans like that player yeah and on top of i mean like this is what cardinals uh, scouts do like they turn these free agents that go away into players like like okay so albert pujols he when he left it was the last year uh, of the old CBA, and so like Type A free agents, you got two draft pick compensations in, uh, well, two compensatory picks, mm-hmm. um, and for the Cardinals, that was Michael Walker and Stephen Piscotti. <laughs> yeah, it turned out okay. It turned it, out pretty okay for the Cardinals. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so like um, it, it's just so happened that the guys that they lose in free agency, the the draft picks that. Um, they get as a result of letting those guys go turn out to be disproportionately <laughs> better than like other draft picks that they make. Yeah. Um, so I would be, I would just be super tickled if they get like some, like just incredible stud out of this John Lackey qualifying offer thing. That's fair. And if the Cubs manage to win a World Series this year, and or next year with John Lackey, it'll make it way easier to swallow a potential... Yeah, oh, um, yeah, for sure. But, like, also, for Cubs fans, we're losing that to the Cardinals, but we'll probably get one back with Dexter Fowler. 
um, wherever he signs, as long as the pick isn't protected. But they've also been really, uh, really active on the international markets. They signed Eddie Martinez, who was like the top Cuban prospect. I think he's like 19 or something. But so uh, they, well, I mean, they still get a second round pick if it's protected. It's just early second round. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it. So for the top 10 or for the worst 10 teams in baseball, their first pick is protected. The first right. 10 draft picks are protected. And so if a free agent leaves from one of those teams and gets a qualify or if, if one of those teams signs uh, a player who got a qualifying offer, then they have to give up their second round pick, which is like right. a number 31 through 40 pick in the draft. For sure, which is fair. Yes. But yeah, so the Cubs are going to find, Epstein's going to find his way to address those like that building the system need even if it does as my dad texted me just sucks that we had to give it up to the cardinals <laughs> you know Ignoring was, the fact that we got like a very very good pitcher yeah you know you know what I, actually what i was thinking about who the cardinals might sign in free agency uh is the japanese pitcher kenta maeda oh yeah yeah okay i think that they might just say what the hell <laughs> we don't have to give up a draft pick to sign this guy uh the success rate of japanese pitchers coming over here in recent years is very very high uh let's just let's just roll the dice on a guy who hasn't even come close to touching you know he he didn't go 24 and 0 like masahiro tanaka right he wasn't like a 6 5 dude with flowing locks and uh, a repertoire that's said to include like six pitches like you darvish mm-hmm. you know um he's just kind of a good pitcher and yeah. the pitchers from the japanese leagues translate well to the u.s and so maybe you get this younger guy on a four-year deal um and ultimately uh the amount of production that he gives you is better than like a much older Scott Casimir or a very middling Mike Leak, something like that. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that would be probably a pretty good move for the Cardinals. Yeah. Where was Maeda before this? Uh the Hiroshima Carp. Oh, okay. No, I mean, he's like he like just got posted from the Japanese leagues. Gotcha. I think it was the Carp. I don't think cuz Darvish was from the Nippon Ham Fighters. Um it's such a great name. <sighs> yeah. Ham fighters. <laughs> they, they don't. Ham they don't fighters. fight ham. So in in Japan, there are only eight baseball teams, mm-hmm. and they're all owned by corporations. Like they're not. They're not their own. Okay. Corporation. They're yeah. like owned by corporation, and so um, the Nippon Ham is a corporation that owns the fighters. <laughs> Isn't that dumb? Yeah, Japan's. I love it Japan's so much, weird. Though. <laughs> oh man i love that like they went with the most generic nickname ever to like the, the the fighters just in general so i don't as far as i can tell i think i only know four japanese teams out of the eight but they're the giants mm-hmm. the fighters the carp <laughs> and the tigers oof yeah not not super original Nope. Or good. I think we... So, we have the Tigers and the Giants. Right. We have the Marlins, not the Carp. Yeah. And as far as fighters... I don't know. 
Braves? Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, but they're it's still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super interested in what next week we'll follow up with what the other four are. Yeah, we might even go on the internet to look it up. Right. We could do it now, but that seems like... We want to build the suspense. <laughs> yeah, because you guys don't have... A- You're not privy to this <laughs> nope, information. Nope. Soup's impossible. Don't, don't you dare look up what the yeah. Japanese team names are. So, in summary, the Cardinals are going to trade for Jose Fernandez. And Marcelo Zuna, probably. And Marcelo Zuna, probably. Um, they're going to re-sign Jason Hayward. Uh, only time will tell, but I, okay. s- I definitely hope so. Okay. And the Cubs are going to sign Alex Gordon, trade for Carlos Carrasco, and trade for, I'm going to say Sean Doolittle. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Which is, They're going to trade for either Doolittle or McGee, what, whichever one. I don't It's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just, I'm curious as how much it would actually take to get, to get Jose Fernandez. Like, you do have to give up Grichik or Piscotti. So much. I mean, it's like, so Alex Reyes is a given. Then Grichik or Piscotti. And then Marco Gonzalez and, like, two other minor leaguers. I think, like... And then, like, that's they, that's why they give you, like, Marcelo Zuna back in exchange. It's like, yeah, we've got a pretty nice haul here. So, all right, take this little piss in. <laughs> well, I think, like, for the same reasons you want to keep Piscotti are the same reasons that they would push really hard for him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like, Grichik has a slight injury history, and yeah. Piscotti doesn't. And Piscotti's bat was pretty, pretty damn good. It's pretty keen. <laughs> that this this fine season. So I think I think they would push for him. But I mean, I mean if you get, I mean, like, term. yeah, if you get Jose Fernandez back, though, yeah, I just don't think that. I don't think that Mo pulls the trigger. No, it's just, I mean, you're you're emptying out the top half of your. Yeah, but the only reason you're emptying it out is because no one will take your money. <laughs> just shut yeah. up and take my money, and no one will. It's like, fine, take my little. <laughs> crappy little guys who don't even have a spot and then like That's you fair. still have Weaver you still have Flaherty you still have Tilson you still have Magnaria Sierra god it's such a great it's name it's such a good name like I'm I'm just saying like you have more prospects than you have slots available on the on the team totally oh do you totally. have to do you, excuse me <laughs> I almost just like completely gloss over that <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then like you might even give up Colton Wong too. It's just I don't know. Yeah, all I'm saying is I think that there's John a, Jay. I mean, like, all right, here's the deal: the Cardinals are going to make a big trade at the winter meetings because they have to. Yeah, and it's probably, that's probably a fair point. Probably going to be for Carlos Gonzalez if Jason Hayward goes off the block, um, and then a big name pitcher. If that's not the case, but it's just like there's so few teams. No Shelby Miller. Uh, I don't. I I just don't understand why that makes sense for the Braves to give up Shelby Miller. Yeah, Carlos Carrasco, Luis Salazar, I same guys the Cubs are going for. Mm, no, 
No? Doesn't sound like a Cardinals thing to do. Like, the thing is, the Cardinals want to take on a player who already has a salary because it means they have to give up fewer prospects to get them. Okay. And, like, they don't care because they just, they have money to spend. So, like, let us, like, let us take on the financial burden that you're trying to get out from under mm-hmm. and then whatever. Okay. But, yeah. Every, I, I think that every other team in the league is kicking themselves for not outbidding Texas on Cole Hamels. Because with the way pitchers are getting paid these days, with David Price and Zach Greinke getting over $200 million. Uh, Greinke did... God, that contract is dumb. From a guy who couldn't like pitch because of social anxiety... like six or seven years ago good god man you right? did you did okay you like good he's lord 300 million dollars in his career wow yeah did okay for himself absolutely well i don't really have much else uh, you know this might be our shortest podcast yet i think so quick note javi baez uh gonna be taking reps at center field in the winter oh, and in spring training goodness gracious Interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Maybe he's your Dexter Fowler replacement. <laughs> Certainly sure. not hitting lead Sure, off. whatever. Let's just throw them all out there. <laughs> hey, Chris Coughlin, just get out of here. We're just Baez, Solaire, um, and Schwarber as our outfield. Just make it happen. <laughs> right. All right. Oh, my God. That would actually be so cool. Right? Like two of your three outfielders never played the outfield until they came up to the major leagues. I'm fine with it. Outfield's just, it's stupid anyway. You don't need defense. It's okay. Oh my God. What is this? No, you're fine. All right. And it's another week uh, that Dusty Baker is still the manager of the Washington Nationals. Has not got fired yet. Still hasn't gotten fired. Still manages the Monstars too. I wonder if there's a contractual (laughs) uh, conflict there. Okay. Yeah. But maybe since it doesn't, if he's not on earth, it doesn't Right. It's only within, yeah. Also, this doesn't make any sense if you didn't listen to last week's episode. Yeah, it's pretty important. It was a pretty great segment, but uh, yeah. All right, we love you guys. As always, follow us on all the places you can follow us, like iTunes and stuff, and other stuff also. Facebook and the the Twitter. Okay, love you. Bye.